connectors of taste, sommeliers are more than experts at pairing great wine and food. Hear from the wine, beer, and spirit storytellers we entrust to guide us towards the discovery of things we never even knew we loved on the Sommelier Podcast. How are you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Sommelier Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Christy Wentz, wine educator. Christy, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I wanted to emphasize the wine educator because you wear many hats. A few. Just a few. <laughs> just a few. I mean, you're a writer, uh, educating through that, mm-hmm. but also uh, working with a vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, also uh, freelancing. Yeah. I mean, doing... And, American uh, Wine School, yep. there's a lot, there's, right? There's a, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So why don't we start with what I think is a cool story. And, and let me just say this, because you're from Decatur, uh, uh-huh. but then, um, what, eight, eight years old, you moved out to uh, River Grove? Yeah, yeah, right near the airport, Gene and Jude's Hot Dogs. So yeah. Chicago girl. Chicago girl, yeah. Now, I love your story about how you got into wine, and because <laughs> you weren't a wine girl. No, no, no. And all because of a, 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 a bathroom break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yep, I, we were on a road trip out west, um, and, you know, before that, like, yeah, I drank wine occasionally, but it was, you know. Like everybody else. I'll even admit it, I had that, you know, the big Carlo Rossi jug of wine, like, that would be in the fridge sometime. Like, it just, I wasn't that into, you know, good wine, didn't really understand it. Um, so on a road trip out west, California, southern California. And uh, and I had to go to the bathroom, and we're in the middle of nowhere, and there were a couple wineries, and so this was a while ago, and it was actually Temecula, California. So there's oh, I know Temecula. Yeah, it's like a booming little wine industry in Southern California yeah, I've now. Yeah, been there. Back then, not so much. There was like maybe when was this? oh, twenty years ago, like a long time ago. That's when I was there. Yeah, it was tiny then. Like it's oh, it's, <laughs> it's exploded. Ma- it's really? massive now. Yeah, it's oh, like Disneyland of t- wineries there now. It's, what? Yeah. Okay. Well, so not to take away from the story, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but that's yeah, awesome. It's crazy. I mean, it not many people have been to Temecula. No, yeah. no, it grew. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I stopped in to because I'm like, well, I have to have a bathroom. So I stopped in there, came out, and the and the guy was like, well, do you want to do a tasting? And we're like, oh, okay, sure. You know, we got to continue on, but yeah, we're here. Why not? And uh, he's like, well, I'm so sorry, you just missed the tour, and we had no idea what he was talking about. I was like, a tour of what? And we're like, no, we just want to do the tasting. We got to go. And he's like, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll pour you a glass. So he gave us some sparkling wine and took us back into the cellar taught us how to make wine, showed us all the equipment, talked about marketing, talked about economics. I mean, we were there for two hours. Wow. Um, and that was it. That was like the, the little bug I needed. And every vacation after that, we stopped at wineries just because like, you know, if you got to stop for lunch, well, let's stop at a winery for lunch. Yeah. You, you know, need a bathroom break? Let's stop at a winery. Like we just found them. So I think we've been at wineries in I think 28 or more states now. So some really random ones in the middle of nowhere and others that were pretty cool. So... Yeah, it's that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was kind of a winding path. Um, <laughs> so, do you do you still keep in contact with that individual? Does he know at least that, um, that he, that he does. put you on that path? Yes, I told a couple years ago. I swapped emails with him, but it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I did tell him. I said, I just want you to know that I, you know, I got into this business, and you're you're the reason why. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the the love for wine. Yes. Yeah. Now talk to me about writing for wine because that became the the you're, you're like. That's how you grew your influence. Yeah. I mean, you have quite yeah. the following on yeah. social media. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 And that was by accident too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to, you have to explain yeah. that. The, um, yeah. So I, you know, I was in PR for 20 years. That's what I did. So, and I would, cause I'm a writer that was, you know, I've always written. I've, that's always been my favorite form of communication. Um, and so I had the opportunity to write for, um, a marketing magazine out in Finger Lakes in New York and uh, the wine region out there. And so it was 
the first time I actually really got to write about wine in a in a professional way. And it was it was awesome. It was like, all right, I'm finally using what I love to do for something I love to talk about and love to communicate about. And like they finally connected with each other. Yeah. And uh, and it took off from there. I started writing for them for freelance. Then I I'd had a blog at the time and started incorporating more wine writing into that. And then that kind of I let that go because I started getting more professional opportunities to write and write for wineries, write write for wine trails and regions and just you know, odds and ends types of freelance things. Um, and about five, it took, I mean, it was a long time. It was a long, you know, testing out different hats and different pieces in the wine world because it's not an easy leap to go from one career to another. Yeah. Um, it took about five years and it became a full-time gig. Wow. And, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Now, Vino Head is a big part of what you do today. It is, it is. Tell me yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah. And how that, well, tell me how that even came, how it to came be in about, your life. Right, yeah. yeah. So that came about through Instagram. So pretty much, oh, wow. yeah, all the hats that I no have way. have been through connections through the community on Instagram. Okay. Um, and so Vino Head is a weekly newsletter um, that comes out every Friday, and it's seven to eight wine reviews each week we cover we do a Q&A series with different people working in or around wine um, and it's not you know the interviews are cool they're more like you know what's your zodiac sign and you know what wine period do you like it's like wine and just life um, because that's what it's about it's about connecting community and wine drinkers together and kind of taking the I don't know. Sometimes wine can be kind of unapproachable because it's intimidating. So we just want to take that factor away and like, hey, we're all people. We all like to drink wine and we're all going to hang out and do it together. That's so and cool. yeah, it's it's a community thing. Um, so that's been about two years I've been writing for them now um, for the last year as their senior managing editor there. So it's, Very uh, yeah, cool. yeah, it's a blast. It's a blast. Now, I think it's important to note because as we were talking about, I was trying to understand it. But, you know, when when your focus is revenue, mm-hmm. then you're, I mean, that's your focus, yeah. right? That's what yeah. you're working for, right. towards. That's your goal. Yeah, it's business. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. You guys aren't talking about yeah. revenue. Yeah, not yet. No. So, yeah. so this is really about community. Yeah, community. Yeah. And, and, and honesty. Yeah. Like truth yeah. And, Building trust. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We we buy the wines that we review. Sometimes it'll be something I had at a restaurant. Other times it's you know bottles I picked up at the store. Uh, occasionally, you know, PR firms send samples, but they don't make it in unless it's something we really like. Um, but nothing is paid for. So it's uh, they're just honest reviews. We've got a team of writers that all do the same thing. And that's just, you know, what makes it in is something we enjoyed. And, and then we talk about how we enjoyed it or why we enjoyed it. You know, it's not, you know, for flavors or for structure. You know, sometimes that'll be a part of it. But it's, you know, no, this went really well with the dinner party we had last night. Or this was a special date night wine. Or, you know, we're taking these to the pool because these are just perfect poolside wines. Like it's how it, in, you know, comes into our life. Um, and, you know, we talk about it like, you know, you and I are talking right now, like we're just friends hanging out and that's, yep. you know, that's why we're drinking it. And this is why I liked it. And what I'm going to tell my friend rather than what I'm going to tell, you know, a bunch of strangers. Um, so it's really, it's about accessibility and community. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, what has been the response or the feedback that you're getting as far as, uh, you know, that, that's helped you shape it to where it's at today, but also that, that puts it or makes it different than other experiences that are out there? Because it seems very unique. Yeah, oh, it's totally unique. Um, I know our, our open rates, for one, is like consistently over 40%. It's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's so people insane. like it. Yeah. And that, so that's good feedback to get. Um, and it's just, it's real. You know, it's honest. It's 
and you know you can kind of we have the same group of writers we've got some rotating talent that comes through too but you kind of get to know the people and their style and who they are and what they like and so i think you kind of build trust with your audience you know we're, we're engaging with them we're talking to them with them um they're a part of the conversation so yeah. it's uh, yeah so i think that's what makes it a little bit different rather than talking at people we're talking with them for sure yeah and it seems like that would be enough, but you're out yeah. there in a vineyard and, you know, yeah. getting your hands dirty <laughs> and helping yeah. with marketing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Tell me about that part of it. Cause <sighs> That's my favorite. Uh, right now, my favorite Chicago words. girl is leaving us. Yeah. Yes. Um, and going yeah. to the Pacific Northwest, going yeah. to Willamette Valley. Wow. Yeah. Oregon. So, yeah. So, so tell me about all those other aspects of it though. And then how yeah. you're going to, you know, continue to do those things uh, during the move. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be interesting. Um, but it's, one of my favorite things is being involved in the winery end um, because as a writer you know you're telling the stories about the wines about the people that make the wines where they come from and all of that and it's so it's really amazing to get to be on the other end of that so getting to be you know the one working in the dirt working you know with the vines touching the grapes making the wine like you really get to see what goes into it and it's amazing what goes into one bottle of wine and I think having that connection for me really makes me a better writer too because I'm able to understand what they're going through what they went through what the you know the grit that it takes to get there um, so I started my first harvest was five years ago in southwest Michigan um, and it was actually a mentor of mine who got me into the wine classes all the the sommelier classes I took um, he's the one that got me into those and he invited me to help him for a harvest and so we did three harvests together and then from there, I moved to a winery that also had a vineyard. So I started working in the vineyard and helping them, you know, pruning in the winter, wow. tying, you know, the vines down, pulling the bird nets down, and then actually, you know, going in and, and collecting the grapes during harvest. And we take them to the winery and process them. And so that's been the last two years. So we're almost done with this year's harvest. So, that's so cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. Cool. And it's, it's amazing. And it's just, it's one of my favorite parts because, you know, then I think about, you know, because I always talked about the hands that touch the wine, right? So like there's, and for hundreds and thousands of years, like a lot of these vineyards have been in families for, you know, especially in the old world in Europe for generations and, you know, 15 generations, some of them. Yeah. So you think about all of the families and all of the people that worked in those vineyards that touched the dirt, touched the grapes, walked through those soils. But then not only that, they then, you know, took the fruits of their labor and it paid for their family. Like, so it, like the trickle effect of just the amount of people that this work touches. Yep. And so it's it's cool to feel like you know I have a tiny little piece of that like I'm that's you know so I'm one of those hands in the vineyard that's that's done that so it's, it's part of the story of, right yeah it's part yeah of the story of what exactly you're drinking yeah and, uh, no that's amazing yeah, yeah it's now really cool. um, you mentioned like the accident part of the following mm -hmm. right but, yeah but that accident <laughs> because I remember when we talked initially it was a lot of these experiences and, and these opportunities that come as as way of yeah. Instagram or all yeah, of them actually. all of them yeah all of them yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is, how, so how did you get to that following if it was accidental? I do, I'm assuming you didn't intend it. No, definitely didn't wow. intend it. I was writing for another publication at the time, and I had an Instagram, just a personal one, and was trying to help this other publication get, you know, get their stories out there. And so I was tying those in. So that's when my handle became Christie's Wine Travels. And it just started, you know, meeting people and connecting with people around the world, really. So it was really awesome. That's really cool. Um, had the occasion to go to Europe a couple times and I'd meet the people I know on Instagram there. So then they became, you know, real life connections and, and it just kind of snowballed. Um, I got to give my, my son credit. Like he really taught me how to use Instagram because no that way. was not something I like, you know, I'd post a picture of, you know, a pretty scenery or something. 
Um, but he really taught me how to like actually, you know, put all the pieces together and that's really engage cool. in it. Yeah. So give him some credit there. Wow. Um, he'll happily take it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was kind of the accident, but the, it was a, just a community. Like you just started talking to people through those channels and, you know, you find people that you have things in common with or people that inspire you and then you end up inspiring other people. And it just, 100%. it's like this whole you know, effect of give and take. And it's, it's been amazing. So it happened on accident, but yeah. I'm assuming it's no longer accidental. No longer like, accidental. So, so now it's a little more intentional. Yeah. Yeah. So how has that shifted for you in terms of being intentional, um, about the content you create? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, you've got to play to the algorithm. You've got to post consistently. You've got to, you know, make sure that, you know, your photos are, you know, engaging, you're doing reels, you know, you're doing all the stuff that you're supposed to do sure. to, you know, maximize Instagram. Um, but in terms of, you know, really changing anything, I think, you know, my captions a long time ago used to be pretty short and sweet. They've actually gotten longer, which is kind of the opposite of what you're mm -hmm. told to do. Um, but it's my creative writing space. So I get up every morning and, you know, even if the picture was taken two weeks ago, what's written that day, right. I wrote that morning because it's my my practice, my writing practice. So it's, you know, I put a little bit of my myself in there, my my personality, my my life, a little bit of my life in there. Um, you know, it's a lot of wine education. So when I teach about wine, I'm also learning at the same time, like it's committing it to my memory. So yep. that helps. Yep. And I've always said, as soon as it stops being fun, I'm done. Like that's the, so it's not, you know, there, I don't make money at this. Occasionally you get a, you know, a sponsorship deal and that's great, but it's not going to, you know, pay the bills. It's right. like going to buy me more wine. Um, but it's, you know, as soon as it stops being fun, I'm out, but it's, it's still fun. So as long as I'm having fun, I'm going to keep doing it. And I love that you're doing that. And, you know, I wanted to ask because prior to this bathroom break, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you ran a PR firm in yeah. commercial real yeah, estate, for, right? Yeah, a long totally time. Totally for a long time. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so totally yeah. opposite. Totally I mean, opposite. Yeah, it was much more everything. serious writing. It was very technical writing. Interesting. Yeah. So taking me back to there, that then versus now, like yeah. you know, when you're saying being happy, like just, yeah, what does life look like if you, as you compare Christy pre-, oh, pre you know, wine love or yeah, the love of yeah, wine too. Yeah, wine crew now, versus yeah. that. Um, that's a great question. Definitely happier now. Yeah. Definitely happier. Um, I have more energy now. I get excited about what I write about. And there were there were pieces about that that I liked. Um, the writing, obviously, it, it gave me an outlet for that. Um, and I liked the connecting with people. There was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of public events and a lot of connecting with different clients. And and so there was a diversity in that. Like I was mm -hmm. able to, you know, it was never the same thing every day. Um, and it's still not. So that, that kind of carried over. If I did the same thing every day, I, I'd go crazy. So For it's sure. definitely like I kept those two pieces. Um, but at the time, you know, I had young kids. And so it was a great way for me to be able to still, you know, work because I worked at home managed all my clients, you know, and I could do that on my own time. So I was still able to kind of be a part of my kids' lives when they were little. And, and that was important to me. So I, I think that was, it was right for that moment for me. Like it was what I needed then, um, you know, cause now they're, they're older, they're, you know, one's off in college and one's in high school. So they're a lot more self-sufficient, which now gives me the time to do what I'm doing now. So I can travel back and forth to Michigan and work in the vineyard. I can, you know, work events at night they're, you know, I'm, they're not, you know, teeny tiny anymore and don't need me as much. So yeah. had I done, had this come at that time, it wouldn't have worked, you know? So I think it, it kind of just came at the right time, but definitely happier now in that, terms of my so career. Awesome. Yeah. So what advice would you give people out there that, um, you know, that have those 
maybe golden handcuffs even, yeah. right? Where yeah. you're in your corporate job and maybe yep. hearing your story and being like, I want some of that. Yeah. Like, I, I want to be able to do that. I, I want, want that life, yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly. But, but it's, it's it's one thing to hear your story now and after you've been doing it. Uh-huh. But yeah. what was I mean, that moment when you decided to do it? And, and just kind of walk me through that in, oh. in, like I said, in the form yeah. of maybe some advice to, to people who want the same. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, don't expect it to happen overnight and you have to put in the work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of failures. <laughs> it's a lot of um, self-doubt. It's a lot of, you know, questioning if you're doing the right thing or not. Um, it's it can be a lot to make, you know, especially if you you have a successful career to start with to right. really like make a leap into something else is is tough. Um, I did a career boot camp that really kind of helped me focus in on you know what I like about each job um, and what I want out of life, and so that was really really helpful. Um, but even that was a, you know, a process. I didn't come out of that with a new job, you know, it wasn't right, like, right, okay, right. you know, you've solved what you want and you're, you know, move on. Um, it was part of the process and it was, you know, there was a lot of, you know, up and down times, a lot of, you know, yeah, I went through a bit of a depression for a little while, um, because it's a, it's a struggle, but I would say, you know, just keep at it, ask questions, um, ask people for help. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to say yes, um, you know, but you've got to trust what's right for you yeah. um, and not be afraid of failure. You're going to fail. I mean, I've learned more, I think, from the times that I've failed at things than I have when I've been successful at something like you take something from every experience um, and just ask a lot of questions, ask people for help, meet people and be willing to give help, too. I mean, it's yeah. even when you don't think you can you know, there's there's usually something you can do to help someone somehow, whether it's just, you know, inspire their day a little bit or maybe make a connection for them that they didn't know they needed or that's helpful to them and just, you know, keep giving back at the same time. But that's so awesome. Yeah. Just I keep... mean, I can see you radiating. You're passionate about yeah, this. Yeah. And it's also cool to appreciate the journey because, oh, I mean, you, you, you say depressed and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's taken lightly now because you're, you right. overcome it, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the time. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. yeah. And, I, awful. and I smile a lot. I'm a generally outwardly happy person. So I think... You know, when people hear that, they're kind of surprised. Like, oh yeah, she doesn't ever get depressed. She's always happy. It's like, no, I that was that was a really rough time. Um, and we had gone, we had the opportunity to, um, through my husband's career, spend some time in Europe. And so it was kind of a sabbatical. And I like, you know, you hear people that do like these walkabouts or, you know, take right. time away and they figure everything out. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go figure everything out. You know, while we're gone, I'm going to take a break from work and we're going to be in Europe. I'm going to figure my life out. And came back from that and was like, yeah, I didn't figure anything out. I don't know what, like, I really expected something to change or something to shift. And, you know, looking back at it now, six years later, it's like, no, I, there's a lot I took from that, but I mm. couldn't see it at the time. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, not setting expectations for this change either, like being flexible, being open, um, because it's a path, it's a journey. Like, I, I'm not where I'm going to end up right now. You know, I know right, that right. this is going to change. This is just part of the journey that I'm on. Um, and that's, that's the biggest piece. Like it's not the end, it's the, the path and, and it's never what you expect either. Like I, I couldn't plan this. So <laughs> There's awesome. no way I could have planned this. That's, I mean, I love that. It's yeah, so yeah. serendipitous. It's yeah, so like, totally. Yeah, totally. But it's also a lot of hard work. Like it doesn't just happen, you know? But it seems like, I mean, hard work is one of those things that if, I mean, I don't think you would not do it knowing right. how hard it is. I think oh, no. you enjoy it. Yeah. Right? Enjoy, yeah. And, and yeah. It's hard, but. Totally. 
but yep. you know, you rest and yeah. do it all over yeah. again, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, and if that didn't work, you do something else. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. no, obviously, yeah. like you said, failure is a part of it, yeah. But, yeah. but it's not even failure. It's just because failure right. is quitting. Yeah, oh, exactly. And you didn't yeah. quit. No, yeah. no, no. So that's awesome. I wanted to, that's for sure. That's so awesome. <laughs> now, what does the vision for the future look like? What should, what can we expect, uh, yeah. you know, in the Pacific Northwest uh, version Ooh, of you? And, you know, I that. don't know. Um, I don't know. And, I, and I'm okay with that, yeah. um, which is probably one of the first times in my life I've been okay saying that. Like, I know, you know, it, I'm moving to wine country. That can't be a bad thing. Right. Um, a lot of what I do now, Vino Head and Instagram and teaching, that's all going to come with me. Yep. Um, so I'll still have those pieces, and I'm sure going to find, you know, some new adventures while I'm out there, too. That's and, so uh, cool. And I'll still be back in Chicago because it's home. You built a, you built a foundation. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, you built yeah. a framework for yourself yeah. that yeah. allows you to do that. Yeah. And wine exactly. is universal, so, totally. right? Like, totally. Yeah. yeah, it's everywhere. And no. it connects everyone. A hundred percent. Yeah. People, how can they find you uh, online and uh, yeah. you know, follow you, support Instagram you? Instagram every day. Yeah. And, again, <laughs> and I do respond. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I do tell my, my students this all the time. Like, if you have a question or there's something you want to know, shoot me a note. I'll answer. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm not going to give you an essay. If, but, <laughs> you know, and, and people do. They're like, I'm at the store right now. Here's a couple options. You know, what do you think? No and, way. Yeah. And it's, That's I hilarious. love it. Like, it's just, it's That's awesome. the community. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah, all yeah. part of it. Um, so yeah, that's at Christie's underscore wine travels. Um, and that's on Instagram. And then Vino Head is where we do our weekly newsletter every Friday. And that's a subscription. Um, it's free, but you just got to put your email in on the website and then you get our, our weekly newsletter, um, which is kind of fun, I think. Anyway, it's a nice short hit, a nice read. That's awesome. Um, yeah, those would be the two easiest ways to find me. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I really thank appreciate you. you. This was awesome. Um, hope to see you a lot more before you leave. I hope so. You know? I hope so. But uh, nonetheless, you know, we wish you the best. Thank you.